football giants are five and one. Unbelievable. This team, I, I don't know. They they find ways to win. Like when this was a team for years that found ways to lose. Uh, like the turnaround is is insane. And the Ravens were in control of this game. They, they the Ravens were the better team for a large stretch of this game, but the Giants stayed in it the whole way. They the Ravens couldn't quite put them away. And the Giants were down by 10 points in the fourth quarter. Um, like, they were they were down. Uh, not out, but they were down. And they fought back. Like, the Giants, there's been just great responses. You know, when when, when the when the Ravens score or the opposition team score, the, the Giants usually have a, you know, they're, they, you know, there's a moxie to them. They are resilient. And, you know, it's been amazing. Really, the big play in this game is, you know, fourth quarter, about three minutes left. And after there was an illegal formation on the Ravens, and that didn't happen, you know, the Ravens are at a first down. Like, you, you know, you start getting into a position where the Giants are going to have to start calling timeouts. Like, it would have been close to maybe done. It becomes a third and six, and Lamar Jackson mishandles the snap. He's in shotgun. Mishandles it. I don't think it was a bad snap. I, I don't quite know what happened there. I don't think it was necessarily miscommunication. He's able to pick it up, but then he forces it and Julian Love intercepts it and has a really nice return and sets the Giants up. That was like the play that changed everything. Because as much as the Giants were like on the comeback trail, the Ravens offensively were really in control of this game. Like, I think if you're a Raven fan, I think a lot of points were left on the board. Like, a lot of points were left on the board. Um, you know, the Ra like the Giants, I think there was definitely more efficiency from the Giants' standpoint when like the Giants like needed to kind of get touched. I mean, they, they did settle for three once, but um, the Giants really like were able to kind of take advantage of their opportunities more so than the Ravens. Uh, Mark Andrews was really, really good. Uh, he was wide open in zone all day long. I thought Lamar Jackson up until that point had a really good game. Kenyon Drake, you know, was running all over the Giants, but they were able to win this football game. I, I just can't say enough. And like Saquon, as we've seen, like he gets better in the second half. And this was a tough, you know, I think statistically, not an amazing game for Saquon Barkley by any means, but, you know, is able to kind of just grind it out. Uh, Daniel Jones, like, wasn't one of Daniel Jones's better games either, but as it goes on, he gets better. There's a clutch factor to this team. There's a confidence to the New York Giants, um, and I never would have thought that they'd be five and one. Now, look, you look back on things now, and like the Packers lost to the Jets this week, like that Packer win. Maybe it's not as much as we had thought at the time. I don't want to take anything away from it, and that was a great comeback too. But you look back at the schedule, and you know what? Like it hasn't been the most difficult one, but this, but hey, but this Raven win, that's a big win. Like the Baltimore Ravens, they are a good football team. They're three and three. Now, if they won this game, they're four and two. Um, but the Ravens are like a good team, uh, no doubt about it. Like playoff caliber. Now, will they get there? Maybe not. But like, I I think they should. Uh, you know, pretty well coached, and you know, have a good quarterback. And like I said, Andrews. Their defense is not quite what it used to be, but it it's you know not horrible. Uh, Wink Martindale's got to be feeling pretty good. Wink, um, you know, gets it done. Kayvon. Kevon Thibodeau uh, gets his first sack of the NFL. It's a strip sack that basically locked up the Giants' win. So after the Giants got a touchdown to take the lead, um, second down, Thibodeau gets in there, and Lamar loses it, and Leonard Williams recovers it. Leonard Williams returned uh, for this game, so the Giants getting a little bit more healthy. 
But, you know, really, and, and the rookie class was a big reason for the win. That's huge. That, that That's just gigantic for the future. I think about some of the, the good giant teams that we've seen in recent memory and the rookie class like that year, like was making an impact. And so let's think about it for a second. Um, Thibodeau, like I said, with that really impactful play um, to kind of, like I said, like clinch the win. Then Evan Neal has been getting a lot better. Like the son of a good offensive lineman, like you're not really seeing much about him. You're not. Like, Evan Neal is getting it done slowly but surely. There's going to be growing pains. There's going to be struggles. But Neal at game six is a lot better than he was in game one. So that's that's that. Wondell Robinson returns from injury. This was basically his first action, if you remember. He was out in that Titan game pretty quickly. And Wondell gets a touchdown. There was some big third down conversions. Uh, and then Daniel Bellinger, he gets a big touchdown as well. And Daniel Bellinger, he's just solid. Not the most athletic. But short hands, makes the plays, does what he has to, uh, which is a lot better than, like, the Evan Ingram years that we saw. So you got to be happy as a Giant fan. Again, to be 5-1 and one is crazy. The NFC East is really good. Uh, like, uh, that's the unfortunate side of this is the Eagles are 6-0 and, oh and looking really, really good, I have to say. Hate to say it. Uh, but the Giants are in second place right now. They're 5-1. and one. The Cowboys are 4-2. and two, And then Washington is 2-4. But a lot of divisional play still to come. So the NFC East positioning, uh, the Giants will have a say in that in all likelihood. And that brings me to the next two games before the bye. At the Jaguars and at the Seahawks. And look, those, both of those teams have been pretty good. Um, maybe not record-wise. Jacksonville 2-4. and four, Seahawks 3-3. Three and three, But like, those are not going to be easy games. Um, there will be easier games on the schedule later on. Like, coming out of the bye, you got the Lions at home, you got the Texans at home. Those I view as slightly easier than at Jacksonville and at Seattle. Um, so, for me, I'm looking for a split. I mean, you definitely don't want to lose both. You lose both, then you're in danger of having things kind of, um, you know, fall apart. Maybe. Although, you would have the bye to kind of clean it up. But for me, like... And I say this now, watch. In the moment, I'll I'll think differently because these are winnable games. But yeah, you know, give me a split. You go six and two into that bye, and that that's a good place to be, really good place to be. Um, and I do find it funny that Jacksonville is a three point favorite. Um, I don't quite understand that. Um, I understand that the Giants, you know, are probably not seen as a great five and one team, and I I, I get it. Um, but. Still, uh, you know, Jacksonville, I would expect that that spread, that line to kind of uh, go into the Giants' favor by kickoff. I, I wouldn't expect it to go above three, but you never know. Um, and, and even the Ravens were like a pretty heavy road favorite. So I think the Giants are, you know, there's a little bit of disrespect going on there and, you know, whatever. The Giants doesn't phase them. They've been great, uh, and this seemed like a pretty fun one uh, when it looked like, and if you lost, it wouldn't have been the end of the world. That, look, like, the Ravens are a good team. Like, if it happened, um, you know, it, it is what it is, but Brian Dable and company just get it done again. You know, looking at some stats, you know, the Ravens, you know, 406 total yards to the Giants, 238. 
but but interestingly enough, time of possession was in the Giants' favor. Like, which that's pretty impressive because I thought the Ravens had a lot of sort of long, meticulous drives. Um, you know, with a lot of runs and like time being shoot out the clock, but the Giants did have a, you know, better uh, time of possession. Uh, the Ravens took a lot of penalties. The Ravens were sloppy. Uh, Ten penalties taken, um, only three for the Giants, but they they outrushed the Giants, two hundred eleven eighty three. Like that's the thing. The Giants' bread and butter has been running the football, and they weren't really able to do that, uh, and still won the game. Like they're just finding ways to win. So let's talk about the game. Let's talk about it. So, um, Ravens get the ball first, have a decent drive, but it ends up in a situation where Lamar basically runs himself out of a uh, field range. Jihad Ward with some pressure there, but but Lamar, um, you know, uh, they were looking to at least get a field goal. It doesn't happen, and so they punt. Then the Giants don't get a whole lot going. Um, Richie James does make a catch, and so does Marcus Johnson. But, you know, things stall. There was a false start on Richie James, and the Giants punt. And now the Ravens uh, have the ball, and Demarcus Robinson makes a 15-yard catch. Lamar Jackson runs for 15 yards. I felt like third-down defense was going to be more of a problem than it was. It wasn't great, but, you know, it, it did what it had to. Um... Oliver with a 12-yard catch, a really nice catch, actually, um, for Oliver on the Ravens. Um, and then the Ravens kind of stall out a bit, and it leads to a 56-yard field goal attempt for Justin Tucker, who actually misses. Justin Tucker, you know, 56 isn't easy, but it goes off the upright, off the left upright, and so it remains scoreless. So I feel, you know, again, the Giants are kind of, like, lucky to be tied. And then the Giants go three and out. They had good field position. They go three and out as we head into the second quarter. Then the Ravens get it going. Uh, it's an 89-yard drive, eight plays, and Kenyon Drake really being the catalyst. Mark Andrews was involved early, but Drake with a third-down conversion on an eight-yard catch, he was left wide open. And then apparently the Giants only had 10 men on the field, and Kenyon Drake runs for an easy 30-yard touchdown. That's unacceptable, but hopefully that gets corrected. Ravens take a 7 nothing lead, but then the Giants, like, I like the response. They get a touchdown as well. So the Giants were struggling. Uh, offensively, but they're able to get it done as well. Gary Brightwell, uh, 47-yard return. So that that was great. Giants get good field position off the off the hop. And then Darius Slayton with an 18-yard reception on a third and 14 was huge. Matt Breida takes a hit and makes a catch to get the Giants down to the 24 of the Ravens. And then a third and 12 conversion, Wondell Robinson uh, with a 15-yard catch. And then on a third and four at the five, it is Jones to Robinson, his first career NFL touchdown. Um, and the Giants tied up at seven right there. Unfortunately, the Ravens would get a field goal um, as Kenyon Drake with a 30-yard run. Mark Andrews with an 18-yard catch. Um, and so Justin Tucker gets a 34-yard field goal. And the Giants do get the ball back. Both teams would punt. Um, there's not a whole lot to talk about there. Um, both teams kind of had maybe chances. The Giants more so. Didn't get, you know, Giants two-minute offense for me is still a bit of a concern, um, but it's okay. Um, and the Giants technically fumble I mean, in a desperation play. I mean, statistically, it's a turnover, but, you know, the Giants were trying to maybe make a Hail Mary thing happen. Didn't work. So we come out of the half. Giants get the ball first, and it's still a bit of the same. Uh, the Giants offense doesn't really get going, and the Ravens do a bit. 
um, as Mark Andrews really gets going on this drive specifically, but the Giants are able to hold strong uh, as as it's a fourth and goal at the five and Tucker hits a 23-yard field goal. So good job of the Giants to kind of do what they had to. Then the Giants, uh, down by three, we're still in the third quarter. They move the ball a bit. Uh, Richie James getting involved. Daniel Bellinger. Uh, there's a there's a really you know there's a you know the Ravens took some dumb penalties in this game when I think about it. You know, in sports, but like conducts and just you know unnecessary roughness and really really just stupid shit. Maybe not necessarily roughness, but a late hit out of bounds later on. But Saquon is starting to to, to churn at this point. But the Giants, you know, they also settle for three. 34-yard field for Gano. And then the Ravens, you know, it looked like the Ravens kind of maybe put this game out of reach as, you know, really looking good and doing so. And it ends up in Mark Andrews, the 12-yard touchdown. Like, Andrews could not be stopped. And that was that was disappointing because, like, he's the guy you need to stop. And so the Ravens take a 20-10 lead. But the Giants, like, go into beast mode. And, and, and keep in mind, we're in the fourth quarter at this point. There's, like, 13 minutes left. And on a third and four, Marcus Johnson, 18-yard catch. Like these are little things. Like where at the time it's like, ah, it's probably over. Johnson with the with the catch. Um, then on a second and 12, Wandell Robinson with a 17-yard reception. Uh, David Sills gets a first, uh, gets a catch for a first down. Um, and eventually this ends up in. And I think on this drive, Saquon I think had gotten hurt briefly, but this drive ends up in Daniel Bellinger with an eight-yard touchdown catch from Daniel Jones, and now it's twenty to seventeen with six minutes left. And the Ravens, it's looking pretty good. They get a first down, um, and then it's th- like I said, it was that third and one, illegal formation, third and six. Jackson can't handle the snap, tries to make something happen, and Julian Love with a really nice interception, and then goes twenty-seven yards to the 13 of Baltimore. So the Yankees, so the Giants are down by three. And, you know, there's 250 left. You start thinking about the clock. But for me, I just wanted the Giants to score. Like, sometimes I do, you know, you want to milk it. But the Ravens had all their timeouts. And the Giants eventually do score. Um, there was a, and really a big play was a third and three at the six where de- where they called pass interference on Marcus Peters. Um, which... You know, it could have gone either way. What I forgot to mention is on the Mark Andrews touchdown, clearly it was delay a game. Like, clearly. As I'm watching it in real time, I'm thinking, where is the whistle? It doesn't happen. So, look, things go both ways. Um, you know, Ravens were, were fortunate in that instance. Maybe here the Giants. I, I, I didn't think it was a terrible call. Um, and so the Giants are first and goal at the one. And Saquon Barkley get you know punches it in, gives the Giants a 24-20 lead, but this game's not over at all at this point. At this point, there's 145 left. Ravens have all three timeouts down four. And on the first play, the first play is always key. Lamar Jackson, incomplete pass. And on the second down is when the Giants get it done. Kayvon Thibodeau, sack, fumble, and recovered by Leonard Williams. And so the Giants have the ball up four. Keep in mind, the Ravens do still have three timeouts. But so Saquon goes for five timeout at 124. Saquon goes for six. Right. And then that's what happens, right? That's what it is. Saquon on second and five at the eight. Very savvy move where you probably win either way. But we saw in the Browns Jets early in the season where Saquon has the ability where he gets the first and very smartly. This is where this team is coached so well. He goes down and that's it. Game's over. It is done. Whereas maybe if he scores a touchdown, then the Ravens could theoretically, you know, get a quick score, get an onside kick. It would have been unlikely, but you never know. And so really smart by Saquon and the Giants are able to win it 24 to 20. Just 
a very exciting, very exhilarating victory for the New York Giants. So now they're 5-1. and one, um, And the schedule isn't overly difficult. But like I said, um, the NFL, the parity is strong. And so, like, look, at Jacksonville, at Seattle, those will not be easy games. Those have been two legitimately competitive teams for teams that I think were probably looked at as two of the probably bottom feeders of the league. Like, maybe that will eventually be the case when the season is all said and done. But at this point... What I've seen in the six, the first six teams for both of those teams is that they've been pretty good. Um, and that this won't be easy, and I'd expect close football, because that's what the Giants do anyway. Like, it really doesn't matter who they play. The Giants are going to play a pretty close game. And maybe even win it, <laughs> because that's just what they've done. So they're 5-1. and one. It's been amazing. I never would have expected this. And, you know, credit to, to Joe Shane and, and Brian Dayball, because they have really just turned things around. Um, and it's just, it's fun. Being a Giant fan, it's fun again. And that's all you can ask for. So Giants beat the Ravens 24-20, improved to 5-1, and, and now they will head to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars.